Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Jan Goldstein, and you're here with me at All That Matters. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. We are approaching our 50th episode and almost a year, and uh, I'm just thrilled by that. Thank you, so many of you, for letting me know how much this podcast means to you, this positivity podcast. Thank you for passing it along to your family and friends. Really, it means a great deal to share 10, 15 minutes of positivity each week, taking a life circumstance and reframing it and recognizing maybe if we look at things maybe just this way, life can be this good. And with all that's going on in the world, we can always use more goodness. Um, Again, please check in wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get it. Let people know it's available there every week. And um, I'm also thrilled whenever you check in at jangoldstein.com and you can listen to the podcast there. You can check out the books and I'll have more to say in the weeks ahead. But I did want to share with you, there, there are times in life when ultimate surprises take place in the most unusual of places, places you would never expect them to happen. And you end up encountering somebody who is transformative, both on their own and then by connecting with you, for you and through you. Um I think I have to start out by saying that as a little boy, musical theater would always be played in my house. Soundtracks were always playing. I listened to Lin-Manuel Miranda talk about how he's always listening to soundtracks and and musicals in his home. The same was was true for my home. Um, And when I was a little boy, I was hearing Things like this, boy, boy, crazy boy, stay cool, boy. Yes, West Side Story. And I would hear Fiddler on the Roof, and I would hear Oklahoma, and I would hear all kinds of musicals. And a little later on, I would hear Jesus Christ Superstar and Godspell and all kinds of uh, wonderful, wonderful things. And and that allowed me, because probably because my dad became an actor later in life and because my mom um, followed her passion for poetry and um, published six books and was honored by uh, St. Michael's uh, College and by Rome's International Laurel that was given to her for her poetry for her life of poetry. So uh, art was all around me, in other words, and, and and what a wonderful way to grow up. I have to thank my parents for that. And uh, I often encourage people when they're raising their kids or with their, with their grandkids or just for themselves, uh, if they've never done it before, you listen to some musicals, you listen to some ta- soundtracks because life is happening there. And you read some poetry. So I had poetry going on. I had musicals going on. And growing up in that, I became very connected, of course, to um, to music. And uh, by the time I was in junior high, I was not only taking voice lessons, and I've talked about that earlier on, um, how I studied uh, 
with this voice teacher who in his spare time also sang professionally uh, with uh, uh, a Shakespearean minstrel-like show where they would uh, sing folk song, folk Shakespearean songs, um, Elizabethan songs before uh, production of of, uh, uh, of Shakespeare. And I would be turned on by that music. Um, and I grew up in, and, and of course the Beatles were happening to everything uh, was happening in rock and roll, and um, my friend David and I formed a rock group. So I was playing in a rock group by the time I was in junior high and performing and taking voice lessons and wanting to create because my mother was always creating poetry and my dad was always acting and I was cueing him lines to prepare for a theater production. And the idea of writing my own songs. So I began writing songs at a very young age. And by the time I was in college, um, I had combined my interest in religion, which I had an interest, both the growing up in, in Judaism and having a number of Catholic and Protestant friends and, and relatives. So I had a real connection because of my um, legacy. For those who've listened to this um, podcast for any time, you know that I have Irish background, Scottish background, English background, as well as Polish and Russian Jewish background. So I had this incredible kind of international thing going on inside me, an ecumenical thing. And uh, I had chosen to write a rock musical with my friend David, uh, on Moses and what happened at receiving the Ten Commandments. And this is about the time of Superstar and Godspell and the idea that we could reinterpret religion and make it more uh, tangible, more, more accessible for a younger audience. And I wanted to write about Moses and his black wife. I said, I'd never studied about that. And here was this interracial relationship. And I I thought this is fantastic. This is this should be explored, and we should get to hear from her, uh, Tsipora, uh, who said to came come from the dark skinned tribes of Midianite, according to the Bible. And I thought, well, okay, there's you know different racial backgrounds here, and we should be able to give voice to that. And so um, we wrote this rock musical, and it won awards and. I got to direct the first production of it, and, and it, it was all exciting. And I put it out there that it would be incredible, and I guess I must have talked about it enough. Who could we contact? Who, who in the business could we contact to, to get some advice of where to go next or what to do next with it? And I guess my father made some calls, and Ed Weidner up at the uh, University of Vermont's theater department made some calls, and... All I know is that I was working, by the way, part-time in between taking my college courses. I was working part-time at my dad's restaurant, Henry's, which is downtown Burlington, Vermont. And I was working there one day when I get this call. Somebody comes running up to me in the restaurant and says, Jan, there's a phone call from you. It's Leonard Bernstein. Now, that will blow your mind, and it might just make you say, oh, come on, seriously. 
And that's exactly what I did say. Oh, come on. You've got to be kidding. No, no. Get to the phone. Unless someone's playing a practical joke, get on the phone. And that led me to running to my dad's office in the back of the restaurant, picking up the phone and hearing the following. Hi, is this Jan? This is Lenny Bernstein. I'm calling from Harvard. Now, at the time, Leonard Bernstein was a visiting professor um, lecturing at Harvard uh, in between all of his conducting and everything he was doing, and someone had gotten to him. And my father later told me about some of the calls that were made and how they got to him. And I don't know what possessed him to be willing to pick up the phone, dial a number in Vermont, and speak to a young Oh, hopeful, creative, theatrical dreamer who was me. And I, I think I, I have no idea what I possibly said in response to that other than I, 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 I said, Mr. Bernstein, this is a great honor. And, um, and he, he proceeded to, to have a conversation with me. I understand you've written this musical and blah, blah, I've heard from people about it and that you wanted some advice and he couldn't have been sweeter and nicer and warmer and I've heard all kinds of stories and I've watched YouTube clips of him and of course he's no longer with us physically but his music lives on and um, but to me he was an incomparable talent always was always will be Uh, and at least with this young fellow at the time, he could not have been more gracious. He said, you have to believe in your dreams, don't you? He said, I believed in mine when I was a young man. And look, it got me somewhere because it's the belief as well as the work. Now you have to put the work in. And I remember him telling me that talent isn't enough, although it's so important, and that creativity comes from deep within you, and no one can explain it. I remember him saying, it's not explainable, it's inexplicable, this creativity. But putting the work connected to that talent, to that creativity, is what brings about the fruition of a performance. He said, you you got to see your musical up on its feet. How wonderful. I remember thinking to myself, this is the guy who wrote West Side Stories telling me this and just telling me to hold on to my dreams, just taking a moment out of his creative, incredibly busy day to tell a young guy to believe in himself and to follow his dream and to keep making music. There couldn't have been anything more precious than that. So what I want to tell you is, in this incredible encounter I had, and I don't know whether it lasted five minutes. My dad said it lasted just over 10, I think. To me, it could have been five. It could have been a half hour. I lost all track of time. But when I hung up, he wished me luck. And you never know when and where you'll encounter inspiration. But that day in my dad's office in the back of our restaurant in Burlington, Vermont, 
I got to speak to the guy who wrote Boy, Boy, Crazy Boy. Wrote that incredible music. Of course, Stephen Sondheim, a young a young Stephen Sondheim, wrote the lyrics. And wrote West Side Story and Candide and so many other things. Um, I remember when he went on to write uh, this dedication for the Kennedy Center and wrote Mass. And I thought, here's this Jewish guy, Lenny Bernstein, writing, setting his dedication, his musical, um, to the Mass, to the Catholic Mass. Once again, expressing ecumenical hope to bring people together and using different religious mediums. And it just made me feel closer to him. So my message to you this week is look for the encounter. Look for the message. It may come in person. It may come in the most unusual place. But you may encounter greatness. And the person doesn't have to be famous. But Lenny Bernstein, that was pretty special. And I hope that each and every one of you will take in the encounter when it comes that urges you on. When we listen, when we open ourselves up to the incredible messages that are out there, some will come directly, some will come indirectly. But you'll find that message that tells you to keep going, to grow, to be creative, and to keep on dreaming. Listen and take it in. In the coming week, let that message, even if it's just this podcast coming to you, inspire, warm you, and light your way through another week. Yes, when we do that, life can be this good. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters.